What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Aloe Sports podcast. Uncle Pumpy with the six month. I'm not going to get it wrong this time. Uncle Pumpy with the six month tier three sub. Incredible. You get a. Woo! It's a three tiered. Woo. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbi Gaming, welcome to the live show. Says, "Grats on the Vikings win." Hey, man, I'm just along for the ride. I'm just along for the ride. Let's wait till the postseason. Let's see what happens then. Um, Fox, too quick with the three month primer. You also get a woo. Thank you very much for the prime sub. Any primers in the chat? I'm just kidding. Um, okay, so. This is episode 263 for the week of November 27th, 2022. And the title of this week's episode is Cloudy with the Chance of Space Travel. Mm. Get it? You get it? It's like a pun off the movie title while also being about two organizations in Halo. It, well, soon to be maybe only one of them. But yeah, that's just kind of besides the point. Um, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Fox. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. But like when I read that, it reminds me of Goofy. Yeah, yeah. And like I could, I don't. I'm not gonna do it. Fair enough. I want to do it, but I'm not gonna do it. Um. All right. My name is Josh A.K. J.K. Fire, and this week I'm jo joined by the man in the soon to be. Uh, I I don't know if assumptions well, the right yeah, word. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see what potentially happens. to be obsolete Cloud Nine hat. Will AKA I, Mister Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? You know, I'm I'm doing all right. We've got some information today that yeah. we've been speculating on. Yeah, and good to finally just know. And yep. I'm excited to talk about it. So, doing all right. How about yourself? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty well as well. I'm a little tired. Took a little snooze on the couch earlier. Nice. Wasn't long enough. You know, Always. it never, never is. Never is it yeah. never is. But no, I'm doing well. Hope everybody in the chat is doing well as well. Let's uh, give some hellos out here. Uh, Mr. Fox, Voodoo Man, Ron Bergen, Y, Briggs, Justin, Laughing Sam, One Swole Denny, Uncle Pumpy, Rabbi Gaming, and Crunchy Dad. And Mr. Davey Havoc, yo, welcome to the live show. Hope everyone's having a great night. We got a lot of shit to talk about. Um, Will, therefore, do you want to know what's on this week's episode of the show? What do we got? We're going to kick off the show with an announcement for the future of HCS Pro Talk. We have something to say. Mm. And we want to say it to you. So, like I said, we're basically going to kick the show off with that. And then our roster mania is only getting more insane. Now, okay. I also want to, what's up, Zig? Welcome back. This is turning into a Halo dad group. It really does feel like it, Fox. I tell you, it's, it's fucking hilarious. Um, I know it's a topic, but what the fuck, C9? There's a lot more to talk about regarding that, too. But before we even get into anything, including our announcement, I want to say the following. Um, we were tagged by an individual earlier today regarding, like, uh, this individual trying to get information as to what the fuck is happening with the optic invitational. Um, yo, uh, kit blank. 
I apologize for mispronouncing that. Riznak, thank you both for the follows. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to the live show. Kit is here. Kit is here. Kit is here indeed. There, like I said, there was an individual who tagged us today on Twitter regarding um, like this individual looking for information as to what the fuck is potentially happening with the Optic Invitational. Um, we don't know, and I'll just I'll just say this up front. Next week is supposed to be our Optic Invitational preview show. Like that's typically what we do is for those who are new here, what we do is whenever there's an event um, during the HCS season or preseason for that matter, because that's what we're in right now, it's the preseason, we would do a preview episode um, the, the week before the event is going to happen. And then we do a post show after the event happens, obviously. Well, <laughs> we're literally two weeks away from the optic invitational and there's literally no information out there. So to the individual that did tag us, if he sees this, um, we're going to talk about it next week, whether or not it's happening, whether or not teams are invited, whether or not refunds will be issued. If it's not happening, what the fuck happened when it's not happening? Why isn't it happening? If it's not happening, why did it take so long for information to get out there? If it is happening, or even if it isn't, like, we'll talk about it more next week, but I wanted to get out ahead of that in case people ask questions like, why didn't you talk about it on this, on this episode? Because I'm going to save it to what would be our preview episode next week. Because what perfect opportunity to talk about it there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Awesome. So without further ado, Will, besides getting into some competitive news, we're going to open up with our announcement. Yes, we are. So for those, again, who are new here, um, you would see the number of episodes that we have done and you will see that it's 263 this is our 263rd episode of the show including interview episodes that we've done in the past as well what's up overkill and mar welcome back to the live show gentlemen um to put it frankly that's a long fucking time that we've done this show will yeah it is we are coming up on five years in january Five years, huh? January will be our five-year anniversary of doing this show weekly. Every single week, rain or shine, remote or otherwise, we would figure it out a way to do this show. So, <laughs> no, Daddy, it's not. <laughs> and no, we're not, we're not stopping. So... But if you think about that in the context of this, like getting together week in, week out, getting the show compiled week in, week out, um, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. And we've had ideas for what we want to do for the future of this show, for the future of HCS Pro Talk in general. And we're going to do more. A little bit more, yeah. We're going to do more. Now, that also means that, yes, for the first time ever in the almost five years of doing this show weekly, we are going to take a break. It is something that I have struggled with internally for a long time, um, ever since we started talking about that potential. Yeah. And because it, there's something about consistency, and we've talked about it consistently Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That whenever, whenever content creation takes a break, like 
my, and let me, let me just put this here. I'm not worried about viewership. I'm not worried about financials. I'm not worried about listens. I'm not worried about any of that. Frankly, I don't care. That's, that's nothing that I've ever been interested in. For me, it's if I take that break, will I want to come back? That's my worry is that if I, if I stop for any period amount of time, because I'm so used to it now, I'm so in this routine that if I stop, well, do I want to come back and continue doing it? Or am am I going to enjoy this break too much? Sure. Right. But then I thought about it and I'm like, no, fuck that. I love this so much. You know that I tell you all the time. I love this thing that we do. I look forward to it every single week. I look forward to talking to you folks every single week. The conversations that we have in discord, the conversations that you and I have outside of the show, whatever it may be. I look forward to this all the fucking time. And of course I want to keep doing it. So this break is going to be a two week break. And that means that it's going to be the weeks of December 19th and the weeks of De- the weeks of December 19th and December 26th. Okay. So if the optic invitational is happening, we want to do a pre and post show for that event. And then our break would start. And then what it would be is we would come back at the very beginning of 2023. I think it's literally January 2nd. Yep. Is that Monday? Yeah. We would come back on January 2nd, 2023 to celebrate our five-year anniversary of doing this show and also launch something new. That's the, that's the plan. That is the goal currently is to launch something new. Now, because we can't just take a two week break and be like, well, we can't do nothing during that time. So yes, while we will be doing probably nothing during that time in terms of like the show, besides well, well, besides what we're going to be doing leading up to 2023, right, we we're going to work on all that. that out. Yeah, we're going to work so we're on still going to be working oh, yeah. in the background. Yeah, we're just not going to do any show. We will have content that is coming out during that break. So stay tuned for that. And I'm very excited for everybody to see what we're working on leading into the new year. And I know I'm being vague right now into the new content portion of what we're coming out with in 2023. And that's intentional because the, we're still iron, like Will said, we're still ironing everything out right now. Yeah. Um, but I am very fucking excited. It's, it's something we've never done before. Um, it's something we've talked about for, oh my God, the better part of over a year now. Yeah. 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 It's been, it's been at least a year. It's been a while. It's been a while since I've been. And so as you can always, as you can also tell, I'm not answering any questions in chat because I don't want to answer any questions in chat regarding this. Um, we're still ironing everything out, but okay. To give the overview one more time, because I know I was like struggling to get through all that. Um, we're going to be taking a short two week break beginning of the week of December 19th through the end of the year. Okay. So it'll be two full weeks, two full, like two shows of a break 
is what we're taking. During that break that we will not be doing a show, we will obviously be gathering information for the next show that we actually do, but we'll also have content that is releasing during that break. Okay, so you won't be left hanging. All right? Don't be left hanging. On January 2nd, which is what I believe that day is, and I'm going to look to make sure. Yep. On January 2nd, 2023, which is a Monday, we'll be back. Uh, Kit, we're not, we're not yeah. fucking stopping. Um, on January 2nd, our first show back after that short break, we're going to kick off with our five-year anniversary and the launching of the new content. Diligent. With the two-month resub, you get a woo! Thank you so much. The primer. Fox asks, is it Evolved-related stuff? Not necessarily, but Fox, obviously, like, we will we'll hash things out further there, too. But uh, first and foremost, with the Evolved stuff, like, the website... Um, so the plan is, in the beginning of December, hsprotalk.com will navigate to evolvedhalo.com your home for halo because we're going to move we're going to migrate over there briggs asked the announcement of a mountain dew sponsorship i wish man i wish i wish god so yeah and thank you laughing sam i appreciate it it's like i said it's something that i've been struggling with for a long time is whether or not we take a break um, but I think it could be good. And like Will said, we're not, we're not going to be stopping. Uh, we're not going to be stopped working. We're still going to be doing shit leading up to when we come back, but, uh, it'll be cool. I'm, I'm really, really excited for what we have cooking. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're not doing a fucking hot tub stream. Get out of here. Jesus Christ. And thank you, Beth. I appreciate that. Yeah, five years, though. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> Our humble beginnings before Worlds 2018. Yep. And look where we are now. <laughs> oh, man. Show us the nips. All right, laughing, Sam. You got it. <laughs> Fox, that's not not in the cards. Oh, man. So yeah. Right. yeah, there you go. That's it. That's the announcement. There you go. I, I feel like I just want to spew everything out that we're doing, but, you know, got to wait for it. Oh, no, I hear you. Raider Hater with the year primer. You get a woo. Are you casting next season? Nah, nah, we tried that shit for fun. That ain't fucking happening. We leave that to the professionals. You know, I'd like to try it again if. In a fun way, though. Yeah, like more time to prep. Sure. Get to know the players' tags. Mm -hmm. Maybe uh, actually do some practice beforehand. <laughs> but anyway. It, it, Swole Daddy, you don't need to look into it that far, I promise you. Oh, my God. It would be cool, Fox, but no. But no. It would be cool, though. And we do love them. Um, Diligent asks, any news if the Optic Invitational is actually happening? So uh, to answer your question outright, no, we don't know. But what I will say is we're going to talk about that next week, regardless if it's happening or not. Because let's just say 
let's just say if it's not happening, you know, fuck it. Even if it is happening, expect a Josh rant next week. Expect a Josh rant next week. That's oh when that's going to happen. Okay. Yep. So where does this leave us for community play dates? Are they taking a break too? Hmm. I'll talk about that with the wife. I'll talk about that with the wife. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they're not taking a break right now. What's up, Epic Ranger? Welcome. Thank you for the follow earlier as well. Greatly appreciated. Gaz says Snakebite has said that they've gotten some info about the Optic event. Yeah, I was going to say, I've seen that Formal and Lucid have not. So, we're having fun today. No, I love playing with you guys. It's a fun time. It's kind of the whole point, playing with the community. All right, Will, let's actually kick the show off with some competitive news. Just a tournament announcement. It's my pepper.gg. The pepper signature series is back with the Halo 2v2 event brought to you by Skull Candy. Play some beats and get some beatdowns while you fight for a chance at a piece of the prize pool and a Skull Candy Slayer headset too. On December 4th, 2022, all participants who make top eight will also receive a Skull Candy Slayer headset. Prize pool is $500 Canadian. First to take home $250, second $150, and third $100 Canadian. So there you go. And that's it for the competitive news. Your upcoming tournaments of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs. Daily tournaments, Z-League, and First Blood. If those are still happening, then they're still happening. Monday, November 28th, that's today. We have the Esports Arena Series E. Tony's casting that right now, and apparently he's sick, so that's not very fun, but he's a fun guy, so there's that. On Tuesday, November 29th, we have Halo Rec League FFA Series makes its return. On Saturday, December 3rd, we have the Sintonegra Esport Winter Tournament 2022 in the JJ Events 4v4. And... Sunday, December uh, December 4th, is the Honda Fan Cup Qualifier number 2 and the Pepper.GG Signature Series 2v2, which we literally just mentioned. Um, I think so breaks, but I'm not entirely sure. Will, you want to hit me with a... Oh, you are. You already have it prepped. And that's it for your upcoming this week, presented by... NoobCombo.com Check out NoobCombo.com for all your... Halo Sports needs. Will, what do we got next? Roster Media! All right, here we go. Here we go. Roster Media this week. Oh, boy. So let's start with uh, an Ingestix team. little, like, appetizer to what's to come. little appetizer. Uh, this is going to be Ningestix, Dino, rated, and vamped. They're coming together. We'll see what happens. Yes. Uh, before you continue, Epic Ranger asks, where do I see the schedule? What schedule are we talking about? Because I want to be able to obviously give you the information you're looking for. Um, and then Briggs with the sub. Thank you so much. You get a woo. Thank you, sir. Um, and then he also asked where the 2v2 was. Are you uh, the Pepper GG 2v2? It's in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Exclamation point show notes in chat. There you go. Boom. All right. Um, big announcement that recently dropped cloud nine. They, uh, they dropped the roster mm -hmm. and states multiple trophies, years of dedication and memories. will never forget for all you've done for the C nine family. Thank you. C nine halo. And from the sounds of the tweet, cloud nine looks to possibly be exiting competitive halo scene once again. And from what we've learned two to three other partnered organizations may be on their way out as well. 
with one of them, <clears throat> excuse me, being all but publicly confirmed at this point. Yes. So. So. So bummer. C9. Yeah. We've learned that there will more than likely be at least one more organization, partnered organization that'll leave. Um, and we've also heard that there is a potential for two others to leave as well. Again, one of them being all but publicly confirmed. So stay tuned for uh, that is what I'll say. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't feel good. No, it fucking sucks. Let's be real. Like, let's, let's be real. It fucking sucks. Um, the, <sighs> the thing that that's concerning to me, mm-hmm. you had a team that made the grand finals every time they were in the top of the prize pool and yet they're still going. They're still possibly leaving. So from Okay, I can say this I can say this well. Um from what I've from what I've learned it's not Halo related as to why they may be leaving. Sure. The other ones, yes. But C9, if they're actually leaving, which it sounds like they are, it's not Halo related. Or it's not strictly Halo related. So. So there's that. Um, No, I'm... So for, for me, I'm struggling with this too, right? Because on one hand, I get it. I get it. The the state of the game. Yes, a lot of fixes have come. Um, a lot would say that it might be too little too late. And part of me is in that camp. Because I, I truly believe that if we had a feature complete game on release, when it was supposed to release, I mean, fuck, even after the delays, right? If it was a feature complete game, content complete game upon delayed release, I think that we would have a much better standing within the esports scene. Now, I've also gone on record multiple times before and said that I never believe, I I have never believed and I still don't believe that Halo in, that Halo esports will ever reach the top of where it was like in the Halo 3 MLG days. I still don't think that'll ever happen. Um in terms of like reach relative to the time it was it was happening right like if you if you look at it now back in those MLG days Halo 3 was like the fucking thing right yeah Halo was the fucking thing back then now you've seen i mean and yes you had other like PC esports titles that were happening as well but like now it's esports is so 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 much bigger relative to that time Right. So that's why I'm saying relatively speaking to where you may have viewership numbers that are breaking records in terms of halo, because that's where we are now, but I don't think it'll reach the height of where it was relative to that time. And I still believe that, but if we had a feature and content complete game upon delayed release, I think we'd be in a much better position. And I don't think we'd see these potential partnered organizations leaving so early. Now, if it's if it's internal organization stuff, 
Again, not Halo related. Right. That's that's on the org. That's on the org. And that's understandable. You can only support whatever it is. Maybe you're uh, mismanaged. Money's going in the wrong places. I don't run your org. I can't tell you what to do. I don't know what you do. But if that's what that is, then it's more understandable. It's more easy to stomach. Agreed. From a spectator standpoint. But if it's strictly because of the state of the game, I feel for them. It's for some, I feel for them because it does suck when you're on a land environment and you have a technical difficulty causing a fucking delay in a series by more than two hours. Like I feel that. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And I'm not even playing the fucking game. And, and that's just one example. Then, then like chat saying you got fucking desync issues that are happening all over the place as well. Like you have, uh, the balancing of weapons, not really taking priority for the competitive landscape. And we're going to talk about that in our main topic of the show is the ranked versus casual experience. And this isn't meant to like divide people further, try to provide more context, right? That'll be talked about in our topic, but this fucking sucks, man. Like let's. And I'm not going to throw organization names out there except C9 because that's what we're looking at right now, right? But let's say C9 does actually leave and you have two or three other partnered organizations that actually leave. They've had their skins in the store, right? So what happens then? I They have to be taken out. Yes. You're not going to give them money anymore. Right. So it's... It, oh, it sucks. It just sucks, man. It sucks. And I'm not trying to throw shade. Like, here's the thing too, is that I don't want people to think incorrectly and be like, oh, he's trying to dance around his words. He's trying to save face and blah, blah, blah in terms of the HCS. And I'm not because I, I speak freely on this show. We're not owned by anything. We, we do what we want. We say what we want. I am, I have been incredibly disappointed in the state of the game for a long time ever since the game released. Like when the kickoff major happened in Raleigh and you, you literally had like the, fir- like the second series on main stage get delayed three hours because of a technical difficulty at the PCs. They switched to fucking dev kits because of it. It game's supposed to be built for the ground up for PC and it just completely crashes all the time. Still crashes consistently on PC, even after NVIDIA driver updates, blah, 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 blah. It, the game I'm seeing, I'm seeing people online all the time, like pros online all the time talking about how I'm not able to find matches. It's taking hours to find matches. Spartan. I did like a 12 hour stream. Couldn't find a match. Like, I don't know how exaggerated these things are, because I didn't watch the streams. But when I see these claims happen, it's like. It's it's fucking sad, man. It's just fucking sad. And when you have balance updates come out that aren't in. I use this word. Don't twist this word. Okay. But when they make a balance change and they don't consider the competitive community in terms of the balance change, right? 
like with the commando, the plasma pistol, the pulse carbine. From a casual perspective, yeah, they're absolutely more fun to use. I will never discredit that. They are so much more fun to use, so much more viable to use from a casual standpoint. And this is coming from a casual player, right? I talk about the professional aspect. I don't play professionally. Yes, they're fun to use now. But when you think about it at the top tier, oh man, it's just, it's, it sucks. So you have a game that's riddled with issues still, a game that consistently crashes on PC and you're playing on PCs at events. And you have balance changes that aren't being catered to the competitive community. I'd use catered as a, as a word that I don't want people to misconstrue. It's hard. It's really hard. And when you have, when you have a, a preseason event for this optic invitational that is supposed to be happening in two weeks and there's literally no information on it, how does that instill confidence in your league? How does that instill confidence? Was it poorly planned to be like, oh, let's put it smack dab in the middle of the offseason where there's more than likely going to be a shit ton of changes that happen? Yeah, it's probably poorly planned. But the fact that we literally have no information and it's two fucking weeks away. Daddy, if I had the money, sure. If, if I had the money, sure. I don't have the money for that. This is 100% what they're preparing for? No, it's not. Daddy does not have money. Do you have, wait, does, do you as in swole daddy have money? <laughs> I'll be your sugar baby. Wait, is that, that's not the right word, is it? You'll be my sugar daddy. Is that it? That, there you go. Yeah, thank you. See, show so much I fucking understand that. Small daddy has no money. Ah, fuck. (laughs) Well, neither does daddy over here. I don't have any fucking money either. Uh, That's a verbal agreement. There are witnesses. Hey, if he has money, it'd be a verbal agreement. It doesn't sound like he has money. I'm sorry. I rambled for a long fucking time there. I apologize. If it's, if it's a situation within the org, I understand that the org would can't be a part of it on the, uh, like the HCS partnership program. I get it. If it's because of the state of Halo Infinite, I also can understand that. I just hate how it's happening. Yeah. Anything you want to add, Will? What are your thoughts on it? Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, a lot of what you're kind of touching on feeds into our topic. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, you had HCS come out wanting to be a top tier esport, right? They they had the look of it, new league, top teams, well known team or orgs, I should say, right off the fucking rip, right off the rip, and it mm-hmm. looked great. It did on paper, yep. but when you have issues with the games, pros aren't enjoying what's going on, and things. Things don't line up to make it the most competitive experience. The esport suffers, and it is unfortunate. So, if C9 leaving is a 
internal thing. They got to do what they got to do. If it's game related, it just really sucks. And with the promise, I think the, the, the thing that gets me is the, the promise that was made before release of how quickly they could change things and balance things. And we haven't seen that to the point of being impactful enough. Yes, they can make changes, but not impactful when they need to be. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Tiger Tom, a.k.a. Lucid's dad, welcome back to the show. Hello, hello. Trust me, I could bitch all day. I could bitch all day. But no, I really, and this is all, and you guys know this too, is that this is all coming from a from a sense of passion because I don't want anything to happen to the scene. Yeah. If we just want the scene to grow. That's the whole thing. And when you have the potential of some of the biggest organizations in esports thinking of or leaving in general, that can be cause for concern. And I'm not, and I just, it, it just sucks. It just sucks because I know. So again, from what we've learned is that if C9 actually is leaving, it's not necessarily due to the state of the game. Okay. But you know, what's going to happen online is that if C9 does leave, right. Then everyone is going to say, Oh, Halo Esports is dead now. Oh, Halo Esports is dying. From, from people on the outside looking in. Exactly. That's the thing, is that they're just going to look at it and be like, oh my God, Cloud9's leaving? Who's next? Optic? Which it won't. No, I don't see that happening. I think they make too much money off the game, or enough money off the game, for that matter. All right. Let's uh, let's move on, get through the, the rest here, and then more in our topic. Go for it. So, uh, as a result of C9 dropping the roster, Space Station picked them up. With the exception that Hoaxer was replaced uh, with Elamite. As the coach. As the coach. So we talked about this a little bit in the Discord server as well. And no, you're not getting a rant out of of me for this. The thing that I will say is, is that I am confused by it. I'm confused by the move. Um, Now, from a Hoaxer tweet that he put out regarding the announcement of C9 dropping the roster... Um, or letting the roster go for that, whatever, whatever context, whatever way you want to spin it. The, he said that, um, like on to the next chapter or something like that, if I'm not mistaken, is that what he said? Now a new chapter awaits. Now a new chapter awaits. So the question then becomes, okay, does Hoaxer have something else lined up already? Um, does he already have plans for what he's going to be doing? Um, and that's why he's not with space station. Um, did negotiations fall through? I don't know. And this is all speculation. I'm not trying to speak for him. I don't want to speak for him. That's not my intention here. It's just when this announcement happened, I was confused because you have a team. You have a team in cloud nine, now SSG that, um, and Briggs. Yes. They no longer have, uh, the LATAM team. My problem is that you have a roster that didn't place outside of top two at every single LAN event in Infinite Season 1. Every major LAN, that Cloud9 roster never placed outside of top two. 
And I truly believe that that had part to do with Hoekser being their coach. That man has immense talent, immense resolve. He's incredibly respected. He he was the, the embodiment of what I saw as a coach within esports. Him, uh, Royal One. I mean, Lunchbox to an extent. Uh, I would put Chig in there from United. Those guys. And so when the announcement came in that Elamite would be stepping in for Hoaxer as the coach on this on this team, I'm like, okay, Elamite's established with an SSG, so that makes sense to an extent. And the the players that roster is established as that unit of four. Okay. Ever since Renegade went to phase. So realistically, this this is fuck it. This is the best ever type of situation that Elamite could be stepping into. I wish him the best. All I want is for obviously every team to succeed. So hopefully he can elevate that team further. I just found the I just found the announcement odd. That you're bringing everyone but. Yep. Sure. And like I said, maybe he's already got something else going on. But if he doesn't, then I'm Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to give I'm going to give Kyle the benefit of the doubt. And I mean, inner turmoil with the former SSG rosters aside, he is now coaching one of the best squads in Halo. Period. Period. Who knows? Maybe they'll start winning championships. We don't really know maybe. what that uh, dynamic is going to be between the the team and the coach yet. Yep. And, and you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to talk negatively about Cloud Nine because I don't know the inner workings of that organization. But maybe SSG treats them better. I don't know. It's again just a fucking statement. Not saying they will. It's not saying they won't. Just saying maybe they will. Maybe that helps them as well. Who knows? We'll have to see when season two rolls around. We will have to wait and see. But yeah, Brady, I agree with you. Also, welcome back to the live show. Good to see you. And yes, Tiger, that is what. Yeah. All right. Yep. Shall we move on? Um. Yes. Uh, Funky, thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. All right, let's get into the tournament and league recaps. Do it up. We'll start off and end with only one, the Honda Fan Cup qualifier number one. This is the 1v1 tournament that's happening. And uh, some big names in here. So in seventh and eighth place was Pac Mandela and Abature. Fifth through sixth was Coach Cobb and Boo Dubu. Fourth went to Straight Sick. Third, Gilkey. Second, Shady. And first went to Mortally. So... Congrats on taking the 1v1 qualifier home. The the one thing I want to comment on before we get into our topic of the show, 
uh, Swole Daddy says, wait, but can we comment on how much Space Station does for Halo? Honestly, a good thing they have a great team now. So it's really funny you say that because something we've talked about countless times again and again is how much, how amazing their merch is. Yeah. Right. They have the best merch in the scene by far. Uh, but you, and I'm, I'm definitely not naming names here because th- they know who they are. But, um, what I found hilarious is that, you know, it's bad when you're at an event and you go up to their merch booth and you want to buy their fire ass fucking merch. And, uh, you say, Hey, your guys's merch is so awesome. It's the best in the scene. And they say, thank you. And they say, if only our team was around that same caliber. And I'm like, Ooh, dead ass. What was said? Yep. So that, yep. Yep, yep. To me too. Yep. I was there. Yep. And, uh, so now as there, so one of the pieces of content we're going to releasing during our break, um, something that was talked about and joked about is now, yes, space station finally has a good enough roster that you, you know, you have the roster and the merch. It's great. What was the response to that comment? What do you mean? Like they're the ones that said it. Those at the booth said it to us. And I laughed so hard because it was true. Um, but yeah. SSG basically kept throwing the money at teams so they got a good one. I don't know. I mean, they clearly. So when they when they picked up, um, former Pittsburgh Knights, yes, right the the best Latam team in that region. The thought <laughs> the thought was, oh, that's awesome. They have the best team in that region now. They're guaranteed to have like some of the best. I mean, you're guaranteed to have the best team in that region, probably, which means you're probably going to be invited to, uh, you're going to be invited to the majors. Yep. You'll have your travel accommodations taken care of. Yeah. All that shit. Right. Yep. So awesome. Everything's, everything's good to go. And then they didn't even qualify for worlds. Yeah. That was, uh, that was a bummer. (laughs) Yeah. My predictions went the fucking shitter at that point. Ever since the play in stage, they didn't even fucking qualify for worlds. So. That sucks, but here we are. Good ki- good things come to those who wait or have money. So, Bob's your uncle. Will, shall we get in to the topic of this week's show? Yeah. Our topic is the ranked versus casual discussion. Now, again, I've talked about it last week. I think I talked about it the week before that as well, is that this isn't, meant and I probably could have worded this topic better like the title of the topic better but this isn't meant to divide the communities further right that's not the intention the intention is to provide context the intention is to provide a better understanding of where the competitive side is coming from okay the competitive mindset is coming from all right so this is from Fallout on Twitter, and this is in regards to Apex Legends, but I think it can be heavily basically considered for any esport. And since we talk about Halo, we can translate it into Halo as well. Sure. So he says on Twitter, unpopular dev and casual opinion. Ranked 
in Apex Legends should be designed for and based on the feedback of the top pro players, comp players, and streamers in Apex. Why? Me and many other casual players that play ranked only in Apex. And Tiger says, hey, Josh, got to run, but hope you guys have a great stream and get more viewers. Hey, thanks, man. Greatly appreciate it. He has been going to Dallas for the OG sponsored tournament. Let's go. Hey, is it fucking happening? It's got to be happening. If he's going. Is it happening, though? You can't just leave off that statement. Where's the info, man? Literally nothing's been fucking said on the, on the, you know, internet verse. LVT is supposed to be doing a qualifier the week before. It's now. (laughs) Oh my God. Stay tuned to LVT. I guess. Stay tuned. So fallout says I'm a hardcore yet casual apex player, which may seem weird because I cast the game at the highest level. Casual by definition because I sadly only have two to four hours per day to play the game a few times per week. As a casual ranked player, I don't really care about the detailed nuances and specifics of RP per kill versus placement, predator matchmaking details, etc. I just want a competitive gameplay experience, fair games, and the opportunity to grind and level up and to play more skillful players. I would argue that every friend I play ranked with, ranging from silver to diamond skill levels, would feel the same because we're all casuals. I'd also argue that the 95% of ranked players who are also casual by definition could care less. So design the mode for the top 5% who spend their lives playing Apex because one, they likely know more than anyone else, devs likely included, about what makes it a fun, fair, and competitive ranked experience. And two, most casuals probably don't care. And three, They're vocal and have influence. So do casuals, don't get me wrong. And then an equally unpopular opinion for pros and fans of pros, Apex Legends in general should continue to be designed with the casual Apex community in mind first, pros second. What I said above only applies to the ranked mode nuances. The game itself should 100% be designed for one, casuals, and two, pros. Okay? So, Swole Daddy, I understand what you're saying, though, but I'm just strictly talking from a ranked versus casual experience. A ranked versus casual experience. That's it. That's it. So, Druck, not related to that thread, okay? Yeah. Druck separately said this. I can rant on forever, but it's getting to the point where it's like nothing anyone says to the community matters. They're going to do whatever they want regardless, and it's easier to accept that they're just going to run the game into the ground. So I don't know about the running the game into the ground thing. Druck is obviously very passionate and a great player in his own right. And then Spartan said the following. People say I'm the only one that whines, complains, bitches, etc. When literally 99% of pros say the same thing or think the same thing. No one over there is listening and expects pros to speak out when they're tired of not being heard for the last 10 years. Sag. And then in a reply to a comment that was posted to him, he said, it isn't HCS that isn't listening. Okay. The HCS are the ones listening. It's 343. That aren't HCS hears us and the people working in HCS are listening, but they have no power to do anything. 
So what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is that the people who do have power at 343 don't give a fuck. Nobody at HCS, Tashi included. I think I got a little. Con- no, he said nobody at HCS. Nobody HCS is at fault. Exactly. Tashi included. Tashi included. I yep. just wanted to clarify because I got a little weird if you read it. He's saying anyway. that HCS, including Tashi, does yes. give a fuck. Right, right. And he's saying that everybody else at 343 doesn't give a fuck. Now, I think that's kind of a, an umbrella statement here. Let's be real. Yes. Okay, we're we're putting everybody in that 343 umbrella, which I don't think is necessarily true. I don't think that's justified. Um, clearly, there, there has to be people there that care that are outside of the HCS. Um, I, I would assume or and I would hope that everybody working on the game cares about the game itself, not necessarily about the ranked experience, but about the game itself. I would hope that and assume that they care. So I'm going to quickly catch up on chat and then I'll get to it. Uh, Oh God, I'm going to mispronounce this and I apologize. Noveski. Noveski. If I mispronounce it, I apologize, but thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Swole Daddy says, I still feel strongly on this one. 343 gets free casual content from the community. They really should focus their resources on quality of life and the competitive scene. And then Beth says 100%, 1,000% agree with Fallout. Fox says community can dunk on 343 with map quality, but it needs a good system of quality control and rotation and matchmaking. Rabbi says custom game browser paired with Forge allows the casual community to thrive, joinable racing lobbies, parkour maps, zombie, griffball, etc. And yes, the custom game browser is going to be coming in season three as long as as long as the roadmap stays the same. Everything's subject to change. We know that. But if everything's on the up and up, season three in March. In March. is when custom game browsers should be there. But aside from maps, I think we need some more middle ground playlists like Ranked Team Slayer. Fox, Beth has been preaching, preaching, preaching that we need more ranked, permanent ranked playlists. Don't don't worry, Beth. I put emphasis on the permanent aspect, okay? I got you. Um, Swole Daddy says, so back to my point, who... why not let Tashi just own the competitive scene maps and changes included? Because he even said, he even said, um, swole daddy that he's not a developer and he doesn't like, and he believes that if it was put into his hands, it wouldn't go well. Like he, he has said that maybe Tashi isn't the person, but honestly, I'm starting to feel like there should be an HCS team that works with 343 competitive insights team will that line has been so blurred oh i know i know that it feels like they're just game testers right now to me uh, i have no idea um you know what you know what though hmm. you you make a good point on that because it does sound like that's the case because as again i'm not naming names because i don't want to call this individual out but it always you know what happens, folks? When someone says something, it sticks into my mind, okay? And what that developer said about ranked FFA with the, and the be- King of the Hill, being able to get King of the Hill past the competitive insights team, and he's and this individual said 
that it was the only one he was able to get past the competitive insights team. Why fucking try? Stop it. Just stop it. Just stop it. So go ahead. They're there. It's like having the old MLG playlist, right? Mm-hmm. They say they don't want the raked experience to be too far off from the casual experience, but they're, they're such separate things that they, in my opinion, they do need to be their own entities. I, I know that, you know, they want to bring the communities together and, you know, not make rank such a harsh transition. But if that's taking away from the competitive integrity of your game, mm-hmm. then then you're you're having the competitive side suffer for the sake of the people who might be interested in competitive. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, again, this is the whole point, right, of this discussion is to make it so people understand where the competitive side is coming from. The whole point is to never take something away from what a casual player enjoys. That is never the intention of from what a pro is saying on Twitter, from what we are saying on this show, yeah. whatever. That is never the intention. Yeah. The whole game doesn't need to change. Just what is in ranked for the competitive scene. Exactly. And that is where an HCS dedicated playlist would come into play. It's something we've talked about for fucking weeks. And then there's there's the... There's the argument of, oh, if you have a ranked and a HCS playlist, then you're splitting the, the, the population population. that might not already be there or the already sparse population as it is. But if you, if you label it, Mm -hmm. there's ranked for what ranked is. And then there's HCS and you can for competition, competition. Exactly. Ranked can be separate from competition. Yes. They don't need to be one in the same. Rabbi says, or actually, first up, before I get to Rabbi's comment, uh, the Bose 09 with a follow. Thank you. Welcome to the live show. Rabbi says, there should be a pro player council, one pro from every partner team to weigh in on changes that are wanted. Doesn't need to be a definitive vote from them, but but their voices need to be heard in a constructive manner. And so, Rabbi, as, as we know right now, there is a private group chat somewhere that exists that has top pros from teams in it that discuss GAs that, and uh, among probably other things, I would assume they don't just talk about GAs. Yeah. Okay. That exists out there somewhere. Now I agree with you that there should be some sort of thing that would allow pro players to have their voices heard more heard easier by those at three, four, three, whether that be like an official council, whether that be, um, uh, like a bi-weekly or a monthly discussion that can take place within a chat room. Now I understand how hectic that could get, but just something, just providing something to allow the players to have their voices be heard. Like you mentioned, I think that that can be absolutely critical. And, you know, 
we, we, we talked on this earlier in the year during season one mm-hmm. that there was the survey that went out for, from the HCS to the players. Yeah. But the, the issue comes back to the HCS doesn't really have pull with the dev team. They can't make those changes. Yep. So they could give the feedback all they want, but it's on the people making the game and who makes those decisions to put it in. Yes. Ron says, I've been begging for a players union for a couple of years now for this specific thing. Now, Ron, I agree with you to an extent. I think a players union would be great in general, but there's a lot of logistics around that, right? That need to be ironed out. And that's, that's a whole other, that's a whole other fucking dealio. Um, I'm going to kill two birds with one stone here. So Gasman says, would people really play ranked if another official HCS playlist existed though? And then not grim asks, does anyone else think that ranked slayer should be its own thing? So two kind of opposite sides of the spectrum here. Uh, Gaz, yes, I do think people would still play rank, regular ranked playlists besides HCS because they're two groups of people. You have a very, very niche group that you are literally a part of right now, right? Where it's this, we are talking about the competitive scene. It's a, that's the bubble that we are in, right? It is a very, very small portion of the pie. And if you give that small portion of the pie their own playlist, then that is probably where they will migrate to. The majority of the casual players that play ranked, like Fallout was talking about in his thread, might navigate more towards the ranked side of things instead of the competition side of things. Therefore, having your standard ranked playlist, your ranked arena, your ranked team slayer, your ranked FFA, having those separate playlists, this getting back to not Grimm's question, yes, I believe there should be a separate team slayer ranked playlist because I think there should be more permanent ranked playlists in general like Beth wants. That piece of the pie will gravitate towards those playlists. And then the majority of the pie, your casual players would navigate to their respective playlists that they enjoy. And the beauty of having these additional playlists is that a casual player of that piece of the pie can dip their toes in the water of the ranked settings who can then dip their toes in the competitive side of the HCS settings. Giving players options. When you really strip everything back and you look at Halo players as a whole, the competitive, the hardcore competitive HCS following piece of that pie is so small in relativity to the entire pie. And it may, it really does feel like we're screaming into a void right now, but having our own separate playlist of an HCS style playlist would allow that piece of the pie to dedicate their time to that if that's what they want to do, but also gives other players the ability to play what they want to play. And they're not having to deal with what the competitive players are doing. Go ahead. Um, Matt Grimm says, straight up just want to play some games with a BR start. I legit might not play ranked if there was a dedicated BR precision playlist. I'm in that same boat. If I couldn't get someone online to play with, or I just want to play some games, mm-hmm. I might jump into that precision playlist or BR start playlist versus ranked because I'm not going to want to affect my rank if I'm not teaming up with people. Yep. 
Um, Beth says, to be honest, and this is going to sound really harsh, but I'm tired of ranked and competitive getting the shaft when it comes to not wanting to split the populations. So I say, make social just the fun playlists, Action Sack, Rumble Pit, BTB, Fiesta, Infection, Firefight, etc. Everything else, ranked, Slayer, Sniper, SWAT, etc. We've We've done the bare bones ranked thing since before they fixed MCC and did away with all the good playlists and it sucks. When is it going to be social's turn to suffer? Ooh. For the record, that was Beth's comment, not mine. <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. It's, and that's the thing too, Beth, is that I understand your frustration. I, I feel it, but, and I know you know this, and I know you agree with what I'm about to say. Like, we don't want anybody to suffer, right? We don't want any piece of the pie to suffer. We want the ability for every type of player to play what they want to play. That's why when I look back at these heydays of MLG Halo 3, right? And you had the exorbitant amount of playlists in Halo 2 and Halo Halo Reach's exorbitant amount of playlists as well. And you had a separate playlist for the strictly highest of competitive players. And now I know that the population isn't great right now in Infinite. I understand that. But Beth, you make a great point. Who fucking cares? There's the whole joke out there that, oh, Infinite's UI can't handle more playlists. Maybe it fucking can't, but I don't give a shit. Have folders. Literally like we've done in previous Halo titles, have social Bracket out. Here's your social playlist. Have ranked. Bracket out. Here's your ranked playlist. Have HCS playlist. Boom. Like, I don't... It's not... It shouldn't be... It shouldn't be this difficult. And this isn't meant to throw shade at devs. This isn't meant to throw shade at anybody that's working on the game, the HCS team, whatever it may be. This isn't meant to do that. It just, in my opinion... When you have so many dedicated pieces of this pie that are interested in other in separate things from one another, just give them the opportunity to play what they want to play. Stop trying to hyper focus people into a specific fucking thing. And now we're getting the start of this, right? We're getting the start of that with the, um, the challenges being playlist agnostic now. Yeah, that is nice. Yep. Now, I believe they did say that for the upcoming event or whatever, that the challenges will still be towards the event itself. But, like, I, I mean, think they said that their plan is to get away from that in the future. At least that it's an event and it's not every, you know. Exactly. It's it's just, there. it seems so fucking crazy to me that this screaming into a void has to continually happen for literally nothing to change. Um, let's see here. Fox too quick. Now I wanted to make a point on this too. So what Fox says is I just dislike that part of halo is the, I just dislike that part of halo is the high tech super suit, super suit. And the only ranked options take away some of that cool stuff like motion tracker. I want to be competitive with the whole sandbox and abilities. So Fox, I hear where you're coming from. The problem is, and we've seen this in five, right? The problem is things just become too powerful at the top level of play. And that's 
I'm not talking about those that play casually. I'm not talking about those who play ranked. I am literally talking about the best players in the world. Things just become so unbalanced at that level of play. That's why we want something different. Just like, now we know the all the buffs that happened this season with the winter update. If you had the, if you wanted to do that for the larger community, mm-hmm. that that's great and casual. It makes it easier to use, you know, and more people can enjoy those weapons. But to make those changes, if there was a separate HCS yep. playlist, those weapons might be able to stay the same. Pros can play how they're going to play. And there's not the divide between the pros and the the uh, social play, the players, you know? Yeah. And I hear the argument, I, I hear and see the argument all the time, right? That the uh, a lot of the casual players out there will come out and say, oh, you just have to get, you just have to adapt to the sandbox. That's not the point. And again, this isn't to shit on that opinion because they they might just not understand. And that's the whole point of this I mean, discussion is to help understand. I mean, I, I've, I have probably said that. If the you know developers make a change, it's in the game, just use it and work around it. Right. But, but at that top level of play, if it becomes so unbalanced, it's not fun anymore. For example, for example, Halo 5, for those who don't recall, I'm going to blow your mind for a second. Halo 5, the ranked slash competitive experience started with full motion tracker and AR starts. AR starts. Think about that for a second. And now I want you to go back and I want you to think about I want you to think about how overpowered that AR felt in Halo 5. Now think about how the pros are using it. That's why, now granted, this took a long time for everything to happen, for everything to happen. But we, we I would say semi-quickly quickly switched to pistol starts, which I was never a fan of, but I get it from a competitive standpoint. And then the radar, well, it never got fully removed, which is fucking stupid. Uh, it did get reduced in its effectiveness in a ranked slash competitive environment. Ground pound was taken out completely. And I believe, yes, Spartan charge got removed as well. Like Russell was talking about. Yes. So yes, while they were parts of the sandbox at launch, they just were overpowered at the top level of play. And it took too long for some of the things to have been implemented. Sure. But that's, that's a prime example in real time. You get to see it play out in real time. That's a prime example of what not having a dedicated HCS playlist does to you, does to your game. The amount of time that we had to wait for changes and that abysmal, it was, oh, it's awful. It was just awful. Um, let's see. Laughing Sam says, I just hate when I'm playing ranked and some people don't realize or just going for slays when it's an objective game like Oddball or King of the Hill. 
Now, granted, laughing, that's probably going to happen in any sense of a ranked game. You're going to have players that do stupid shit all the time. Let's be real. It's online matchmaking. I mean, I've even caught myself doing that. Like, oh, I'm just slaying. I need to. Sure. But but at the same time, if you had a dedicated HCS playlist, maybe you would have less of that. Because they are there to play the hyper competitive modes. They, excuse me, they should understand map layouts, how objective play works. It's an assumption I'm making. Okay. You're still online matchmaking, but beans for lunch. I definitely feel that separating the playlist can actually unite Halo as a community for the fact that casual players won't feel like changes are being forced on them because pros want changes. Yes. Another great point. That's it. That that's literally the point. That's the fucking point. Also beans. Welcome back to the live show. Um, Swole Daddy says, but nobody has to get screwed. Social is in such a good spot with Forge. The stuff the community is creating is amazing for casuals. For the love of God, 343, just focus on comp because the group is screaming for change. I, I think, yeah, comp and honestly, the network issues. Fix those first. And it'll probably make comp the comp scene happy because they can scrim and play games and not feel like they're being desynced out of their mind. The closer you get it to that landfill and then you tweak everything else. Yep. And you're, you're golden. Exactly. Beth says, that's where I think an HCS versus regular arena playlist could come into play. Aside from the HCS list, keep the radar, full sandbox, etc., but make the HCS list one-to-one with what pros play. Absolutely. Um, Ron says, uh, Ace tweeted about it a while back saying how in Halo 5, uh, it was the sandbox. The player's ability was uh, not unbalanced weapons. It takes away from true skill when you raise the floor so high. Couldn't understand that. It's Winkler. Welcome back. Says for anyone who's familiar with a game like Magic: The Gathering or Hearthstone, sometimes bannings need to happen for the health of the game. Don't have to impact your personal play with your friends. Exactly, and that's why you have like a that's why you have your standard lists um, versus your legacy lists. You know, like you you'll have a ban list for standard, right? So there there are specific cards that you cannot play. Um, in a competitive format, but if you are, like you mentioned, if you're just playing casually with your friends at a table, right? Oh, you can have a conversation. You can be like, oh, are we, are we going to use the ban list? Are we not going to use the ban list? Hey, I just made this really cool deck. I want to try out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's crazy. Also, Russell Dussel, I didn't say welcome back to you as well. So welcome back. Good to see you. I do miss permanent thrusters though. Not going to lie. No, I don't. I don't at all. And the only reason why I say I don't miss that is because the amount of times that I was outplayed by it. Again, reason why we're called HCS pro talk and not HCS pro play. And that's a clear reason. Rad the Brown. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. Also clutch world. I don't think I said welcome back to you as well. So welcome back to you. Um, network issues is number one, but three for three shouldn't even be thinking about spending months creating a map like detachment. That is, uh, that was such a waste of their time. So small daddy, I understand where you're coming from. I do, but you also need to think about it this way, right? Is that there are separate departments within three, four, three that work on different aspects of the game. So a map designer is not going to work on network capability, right? A, a sandbox designer is not going to work on art. Like that, so, and I know you understand that. I'm just making the point known that while 
I read your statement and I, I empathize with you. I get it. Like I would love for everything else to be fixed ahead of time before they're adding more things to the game. At the same time, with the amount of departments that they have and this being a quote unquote live service game, they need to have content coming. Whether it be a dev made map or a dev made map in forge, they need to have content coming. And so if, if I would love for them to just drop everything and be like, we're fixing D sync. All right. But they have people working on that, but they also have people working on everything else. Uh, not grim asks, where are we at with the pit remake? Three for three's quality of life check on their maps needs to be a uh, slimmed down to make things faster. It's pit. It's been remade like 50 times, but they have to make it look like taco bell. Okay. It takes a long time. They have to make it look like Taco Bell. I like Taco Bell. So I'm a fan of this. I'm okay with this. No, I don't, I don't know. Uh, can we get a, a, a chief box? $5 chief box. How fucking Bell? awesome would that be? Um, not grim. They, uh, an honest answer to your question though. They did say that their plan is to have it implemented before the end of the year. Their plan is to have it implemented before the end of the year. So they have just over a month to do so. If that plan remains the same. <laughs> Funky says the only version of the pit I want is the one where I can order the Chalupa combo. I'm glad you didn't say Mexican pizza because that shit is trash. Oh, Josh calling out the pizza. I know pizza people are going to fucking hate me for it. Riots. That's my favorite thing on the menu. I don't care. Um, Mr. Davy Havoc says it's insane. It didn't come out in the reveal. We talked about it during our post show of Orlando because it was at Orlando, right? That was where they revealed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we talked about it in our post show, but I'll briefly state it again. What I thought was hilarious and what we speculated in our watch along that we did for that tournament was that, Oh, okay. They're going to announce the pit remake. They're going to play a match on the pit. Okay, cool. Now they're going to announce another map and they're going to play on that map. And then maybe they'll do one more time. They'll announce another map and then play on that map. It'll be three remakes and they'll release it like right then and there or before worlds or whatever. But it was literally just the pit. And Oh, we don't know when it's coming yet. Oh, awesome. That's fucking sweet. Oh God. God. So yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I can't believe they hyped that up as a world premiere. Hey, Russell Dussel. It was a world premiere of a remade map that looks like Taco Bell. That's not coming. That wasn't coming right away. Instead have two shit maps for what it's worth. We did play detachment last night, right? Yeah. And it's, uh, it's big. Like, I didn't think it was bad. I think it's big. I didn't think it was bad. I think it was big. World premiere for 13-year-old map, but it's got purple now. It's purple now. Oh, man. All right, so there you go. The consensus is, at least for us, have, us, yeah. have a separate HCS playlist. 
I was against this at first, but over time, I'm starting to see how much it could benefit the competitive, the HCS scene, yeah. I should say. Because you could still have your ranked and that be a competitive scene within Halo, but the HCS scene itself. The having, cream of the crop. Having that playlist around. Exactly. And those aspiring to be a pro player. Exactly. And the, and the other thing, too, is that you would know exactly where to go. Because you, there are times where I see questions asked like, oh, how do I get those settings that the players are playing on? Why aren't they picking up the Mangler? Why aren't they picking up the Sword? If you have a separate HCS playlist with all those settings where until the melee trade implementation comes in and they maybe un-GA the Sword, then Sword is just simply removed from fucking recharge. It's just out. Because that's, that's what fucking Forge can do. I'm, I'm still fucking livid that they're not doing anything in regards that because there isn't a separate playlist. I, I hate that. But um, yeah, like it would just allow an opportunity for players to know exactly where to go if they want those settings. They don't have to look for a custom game type on the custom browser. You know, they have exactly where they need to go. They can queue right into it and bada bing, bada boom. There they are. Holy fucking moly. Um, Mr. Davey Havoc says, being able to forge the changes they want for the HCS broadcast would be helpful too. It's funny you say that, Davey Havoc, because in their fucking post for the Forge Q&A, you cannot forge dev maps right now. You can't. I can't. Maybe they can. I would hope they can. They're the ones that made the fucking game. But we cannot forge dev maps right now. Oh, right now being key. Like they're, they, they intend to bring that in later, but right now. Sure. Hope so. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. Russell Dussel. And that was pre-release, right? I'm talking about full blown release right now. That was pre-release. Yes. You'd have opportunities to do it, but in the full release right now in the game, you cannot do it as of right now. Um, Ungoy says, also welcome back, says the weapon timers and the tiers have made things so uh, difficult because 343 just doesn't want to change any of that. And that's why they don't need to. They don't need to change any of that. Have a separate HCS playlist where the pros changes can be right there. Where you can have seven bulldog shots instead of 14. Right there. Oh, you see that weapon rack? On fucking live fire by sandbags? Bye-bye, mangly-dangly. Or sidekick hello. Yes. See, like fucking... It's insane. It's fucking insane. So again, for the casual players out there, for the ma- for the biggest portion of that pie, nothing that a pro says online nothing that we say on this show is meant to take away from the experience that you have net we that's never the intention it's never to take away from what you enjoy within the game the things that they say the things that we say on this show is meant to shine a light on what the pros want for themselves that's it and if you had a just a HCS ranked playlist in the game, 
where all of the pro wants are right there. That's it. So well, Daddy says, okay, I have the solution. I will give the sub to every three for three employees so they can watch your show. Boom. Hey, I'm not going to say no to that. But don't fucking do that. So. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. All right. With that, should we move into some regular news? Oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> with the gifted sub to Unish. To who? Unishek. Thank you, Funky, for the gifted Thanks. subs. Wow. Was not expecting that to actually happen. Uni gets a woo! <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's uh, funking hilarious. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. All right. All right. Well, that was cool. Let's get into some regular news. I don't have any regular news. That's it. Yeah, there's literally nothing to talk about there. Nothing happened. Uh, Oh, wait. I lied. Will? What? I knew I fucking forgot something. Genuinely, I knew I fucking forgot something because I tried saving it and it didn't fucking save. Oh, boy. Um, No. Hit me, hit me back with the regular news. Well, I, I... Halo Support says earlier today, as part of the ongoing investigation into fluctuating ping... The Halo Infinite team will be conducting a test later today in our North Central U.S. data server. So that's us. Yeah. That's literally us. Some players may experience occasional matchmaking errors as these servers redeploy. If you experience repeated errors or other disruptions in matchmaking today, submit a ticket, and blah, 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 so they can investigate. And there's that. Well, hopefully the ping's better. I mean, I know I was bouncing anywhere from... I'd have games where I'd, I'd start at 25, Mm-hmm. In mid game, I'd be up to like seventy. I'm like, what the? F-? So I mean, have I you guess. have you ever experienced? Because you're playing on PC, correct? No. Oh, you're playing on Series X. Yep. Have you have you ever experienced like unstable packet loss? Yes. You have. I have. I've been booted for from two games for it. Oh, that's crazy. Oh man. On a Series X. Fox says y'all got to play after this so they can get some data. And I'm down to keep plucking away at the fucking 30 tier free battle pass. I need the best to, helmets at the end of the fucking pass. I have two challenges left before the ultimate. And I might try to just get that done tonight. There you go. It does reset tomorrow. So yeah, be the perfect opportunity for you. With that bulldog skin. Boom. Shakalaka. That's it for the regular news. For real this time. Cybercado games. Watch canceling the first major of the year. It's, it's a, clickbait title but uh the optic podcast episode 101 by optic gaming hex speaks candidly about the state of the call of duty league and uh typically you don't hear people really speaking out about that league in general um and really one of the only people that does is him so he took the opportunity to air his grievances about things that have been happening how he hasn't been part of calls so on and so forth um so i highly recommend you go give that a listen slash watch if you're interested on the competitive Call of Duty side of things. Ron says I get unstable packet loss regularly. That fucking sucks. As the kids say, Hex be spitting. He, yeah. He, I, I, is that what the kids say? Is it? I, I guess I wouldn't know. What's the age of the kids that are saying that? 
Like what's what's the new shit people what's the new shit the youngsters are saying nowadays? Do they say it's lit anymore? I feel like lit has come and gone. Has it? Man, I have no fucking idea. I'm not young. I'm not young hip I'm not, Hello, fellow kids. I'm you know, that's gonna be me. That's <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna get a fucking G one skate deck. <laughs> Stroll in to pick my kid up from class one day. Be like, my sup, my fellow kids. Gonna go shred some pipes later? I think it's a fucking drug reference, you know? I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what drug things are now, you know? I don't know. I just I, don't know, I, Will. Does anybody know? I, I bet the the kids do. The, the youngsters. The, youngster. <laughs> the young whippersnappers okay, as they were. Right. <laughs> I don't fucking know. That's it for Cod of the Games Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures of the Day Lovers. Another game two. Will, what'd you play last week? All right. I'm going to start with God of War Ragnarok. You got it. I am an hour into the game. Yeah. It was really good. Didn't want to stop playing, but had to. So looking forward to that. Highly recommended for anyone who is into the God of War series or played God of War. Was it 2018? Yeah. Yeah. Do the side quests. I don't even have side quests yet. You'll know when you get one. I know, I know. Do it when you get it. Um, played some Warzone 2.0 with Josh and Justin, a.k.a. Goalie Sniper. Yes. Um, and Goalie had an insane clutch for us. Uh, last, like, three circles, the rest of us were dead. Goalie was alive, and we we're like, you know, AR with thirty rounds in it, and a shotgun with, um, what would have been twenty four rounds, total. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we had him hide. He hid behind these this like <laughs> broken structure, and he had to move because the gas was coming into the final circle. Mm-hmm. We're like, no, just creep up there and follow this other team that we saw. Follow, follow behind them. Yep, we said, don't shoot. Don't Do not shoot. shoot them. So he's he's creeping up, walking up to these rocks. And the first guy is not dropping down with the rest of the team. So he just lasers this one guy, downs him, gets up there, drops down onto a ledge where, or I guess. Right above just, the cave. Right above the cave. Falls down again onto the floor where everyone is right in front of him, like last two teams. And he just like mows through with the shotgun, basically spamming it at all the people because the other two teams were fighting and just cleans everyone up and gets the win. It was insane to watch. And there was a kill streak that was happening in that same area. Yeah, a cluster strike got yeah. called in right above. Yep. So everything was just right there. Yep. And he was able to clean things up and get the win. Thanks for saving the day, Justin. And and the only I think the only reason why we were still in that game is because of our random teammate. Um respond us all. Well, respond us. We then died again. And then Justin, I think, was in the gulag or something, and then we all got released. Yeah, a jailbreak, basically. Yeah, it was a jailbreak. So we all got back in again. We were making a move. I was I was a high value target. We survived that, and as soon as we left... Yeah, there was like three other teams behind us. It was insane. As soon as we left that area, 
the three of us got beamed down. Basically, Justin was in a car and he bolted <laughs> and he made it. He made it work. It was crazy. Yep. Insane. Insane in the membrane. All right. And then uh, played some Halo Infinite as well. Community mm-hmm. play date. And then um, I got more time on ranked Argyle. Ooh. And the more I play it, Uh-oh. the less I like it. Okay, that's as expected. Um, I was waiting for that statement to come through. I'm like, wait, he actually loves the map. It, You know, it really depends on the team I've mm-hmm. been with. Because if your team is constantly losing battles and not able to contest, like contest those weapons that are all over the map, yep. it does become very steamrolly. Right. Um, it gets really frustrating, and that's what I just dealt with as a team not knowing how to properly move around that big of a map or control weapons. We we didn't get a single camo. Or no, wait, I lied. I got the single camo for our team and got a flag cap off of it because it, it, it went into overtime, mm-hmm. and my team just didn't know how to get a setup going. They were all just taking individual fights, not looking over one another. Frustrating. So I can agree that the amount of weapons on that map needs to be diminished. How to do that? I don't have the answer, but it just felt too much. Have an HCS specific playlist. There you go. Problem solved. You got it. Or just remove Argyle from ranked. I think it has potential. Just not, it's just not there yet. For ranked or HCS. Understandable. Uh, but that's all I played. Josh, what about yourself? So I also played some Halo Infinite, uh, Community Playdate, and then played some uh, other games with you gents. So that was fun. Um, also played Warzone, obviously, with you and Justin. <laughs> and uh, you didn't mention it, but we did a couple duo games after Justin went to bed. Yes, we did. And we got second in the last game we played. And... Uh, that again, just another crazy game. We uh, we played hide and go seek. Yeah, um, in that building. Yeah, and for the record, that was I think that was the only time in the entire game that we were purposely being sneaky. Like the rest of it was we're we're tactically moving forward, we're scoping things out before we progress, and we're picking people off. You know, it was working out. It's just that one moment was oh shit, we're just gonna hang tight. Another battle's happening literally above yeah, there us. Was, there was there was a team fighting in this building above us. Mm-hmm. And we laid down in this like circle thingy in the middle of the building, like by a statue or I don't even know what it was. And then wh- while that team was fighting another team upstairs, another team ran by us and pr- probably got in the fight. We stayed in the bottom of the building. And then the circle was pushing us out. So we just waited for the other team that won the fight to jump out and we... We killed them both. I went down. Josh cleaned up the last kill, thankfully, and got me back up. But, yeah, it was great. Just a little bit of ratting, you know? <laughs> it was just a little bit. And it was, uh, I, I got both the kills in the gouge. Yeah. Seth felt cool. Um, yeah, this was a good time. And then I did not play any God of War. Oh, no. But instead, I played... Some Pokemon Mo fucking Scarlet. Pokemon Scarlet, huh? Pokemon Scarlet. Let me tell you a little bit about the the new Pokemon games on the Nintendo Switch. They run fucking terribly. I've been hearing this. Oh, it 
whatever you may have heard, whatever you may have seen, it's worse than that. It is literally worse than that. I had a cutscene in a where you're you go you're supposed to go to the school, right? And then you choose your path that you're going to take in the school. Okay? okay. One path being you you do all the gyms, the eight gyms, and then go to the elite four, the typical shit. One of them is like you go find like I, this other thing. I don't even know what it's called. And then uh, the other one is, uh, I forgot what the other one was too. So there's okay. three different okay. paths that you could take. It doesn't fucking matter. It's like a treasure hunt, but who gives a shit? Um, it, it, in the school, I'm in a fucking classroom. Now, granted, like a Pokemon game, your areas that you're in are not that large, especially confined spaces. They're not that large. So think of like a classroom in a Pokemon game not being very big. Okay. It's 3d. Obviously. Have you heard about the frame rate issues in this game? Will? uh, tell me more. Oh God. So in this cutscene, okay, this happens all in the open world, but like the fact that it happened in this cutscene blew my mind. I'm in a classroom. Okay. Yeah. Of like maybe 20 kids, like 20 sprites. Okay. In the room. And there are like two or three rows of desks. Okay. And I'm like here and like one row, two rows in. Okay. The sprites would start moving at half frames. Oh no. Oh, it's awful. It's fucking awful. Now. Hmm. You may be asking yourself, well, then why the fuck are you playing it? If it looks terrible and it plays terribly because it's still a Pokemon game. All right. It still has the core mechanics of a Pokemon title where you fight monsters, you catch monsters, you battle monsters, and you win shit. It's still got that. And now it's got a completely open world. And they took the things from Arceus or Arceus, however you fuck you pronounce it. They took some of the aspects of that game and actually converted it into a proper Pokemon title, which is what this is. It is a proper Pokemon title. Um, so while it does look terrible and it performance is awful, I still am having fun playing that game because the core gameplay, oh my God, the foundation of Pokemon gameplay is there and it's great. So there you go. Yeah. I'll probably hop on God of War again soon. So that's it. That's what I played. All right. Well, let's get into some shout outs. Shout out to everyone who joined the community playdate. That's Prof of Logic, Hero Spartan, D Pancakes, Just Josh, Riznak, Marmar, Zarners, OG Thick Boy, Champion Nile, and Fox Too Quick. Thank you all very much for joining. We do them every Friday around 8 p.m. Central Time. So if you want to join in on the fun, join the Discord, which Will's going to talk about later on in the show. Shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. We have. Um. Epic Ranger, Kit Blank, Riznak, Funky, uh, Noveski, The Bows, Rad the Brown. Thank you all very much for the follows. Oh, no. Why are you type Y? Because <laughs> I hear it every morning on my drive to work, all right? <laughs> you know what? I, I have something to add to that, too. 
in a second. But um, and then also want to give a shout out to Uncle Pumpy with the six month tier three resub, Fox with the three month primer, uh, Diligent with the two month primer, Raider Hater with the year long primer, Briggs with the one uh monther with the brand new one monther, and then Funky with the gifted sub to fucking who? Unishek. You all get a woo! Thank you all very much for the subs. Greatly appreciated as always. As always. You guys talk about... Oh, and then also, happy belated birthday to Matt Klein, suppressed in diagram. Happy belated birthday to you, gents. You guys are talking about cars for kids in the chat. Yeah. Uh, cars for kids is an awful tune. Um... I hope is a great like organization, but it's just an awful tune. And, but what I will say is, um, Ron, no, <laughs> I don't think people understand how expensive, like getting a proper, like a sign, like and- a proper sign made, whether it be metal, whether it be whatever, like they are expensive. So no, it will not be real by the time we come back. The thing I'm worried about, with getting a, a proper sign too yeah. is glare from the from the lights. Yep, it's yep. I think we'd have to mount the lights differently, or we just have to get like an anti glare coating on it. Well, yeah, or just get it matte. That could work too. Yeah. Um, but you want to know a tune that is actually amazing? You know it. I've told you about it. It happens on the same radio stations that you listen to at work because I listen to them as well. What do you got? Radco. The truck accessory store. Radco, the truck accessory store. Bam, bam, bam. That shit's fire. Every single time that would pop up on the radio and I'm driving that fucking van, every single time I would make it an effort to do that exact same thing I just did. Every single time. There was a Radco I'd pass on the way to a destination every time I pass it. Radco, the truck accessory store. Bam, bam. Well, there you go. It's awesome. You know? It's like <laughs> fucking O'Reilly's. You know, you, it's, you just can't get it out of your head. Hashtag not an ad for any of this. No, it's absolutely not. Absolutely not. Fox says, if you get me a sticker that size, I'll make a metal piece and form it to fit the sound, the, the sound foam dead ass, like legit. As the kids would say, no cap. Oh God. Kids say that right. And dead ass kids say both those, right? Dead ass, no cap. Whatever happened to on fleek. Remember that? That one's old. Yeah, whatever happened to on fleek? It all just keeps moving, man. You know? <laughs> like, you know. The- <laughs> this shit pops into my head. Oh, my God. Uh, Fox says, a Pokemon is just my two crackheads versus you two best crackheads outside Waffle House with a better gameplay loop. That's exactly what it is. I like that. All right, Fox, I'll keep that in mind. Seriously, I'll keep that in mind. Okay. With that, let's get some community creations. Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo memes. Check it out. Optic are world champions. It's the process by Optic Gaming. It's an hour long. It's a beefy one. You should watch it because it's awesome. 
I was telling Will, I think it's, and again, no shade to every every other documentary that's come out during the first HCS season of Infinite, but I will say I believe this episode of The Process is the best documentary-style video we've gotten in all of year one Infinite HCS. Like from all orgs. I think this episode of The Process is the best we've ever gotten. Um, Castaway, HCS Orlando vlog number three by Dan Gaskin. You go check that video out. And then we have some uh, a few Halo Infinite Forge creations because I want to try to shout out a few um, every week. Halo 3's Ghost Town was remade. I actually like that map. I might be the only person on the planet that likes that map, but there's that. And that's my subsonic Omnivo. We have Halo 2's Backwash. And people know what that is. By Delta 5. And then we have Gears of Wars Uncovered by Forsaken Hero. So go check them out. Winkler says, I think On Fleek was just from The Office. I'm almost 35 and don't remember people saying it. Winkler, I'm almost 31 and I can't believe I remembered On Fleek was even a thing. Um, and yes, Beth, he did an awesome job. Shout out to Shostin. All right, well, that's all I got for the show. Um, are we going to do the question? I want you to plug the show first and then we'll get into the random fucking question. Not like we went off the rails on this episode as it is, but like, Will, if you wouldn't mind plugging the show and then I promise we will get to the random ass questions that were posed at the beginning of the show and now. Go ahead. You can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HS Pro Talk. We're on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others as well. Leave us a reveal and let others know about the show. Catch us on Josh's favorite pocket cast hashtag not an ad. Just a really fucking cool podcast service that I pay for or paid for. If you'd like to join our discord link can be found in the show notes, exclamation point, uh, discord and chat or show notes. They'll both be there. They'll both be there. <laughs> or you can find it on Twitter or Twitter to be exact in our link tree provided there. Go find us on Twitter as well. If you're interested, uh, we also have our Instagram and Facebook. We have our YouTube channel for old VODs. Uh, youtube.com slash hgs pro talk if you want to watch us live twitch.tv slash hgs pro talks monday at 7 p.m central time we have our website hgs which will redirect at some point and soon some point soon don't forget the vine folks over at podcast evolve make sure to check out evolvedhalo.com. josh is taking a drink so he'll hit it here soon you're home for halo they have great shows such as podcast evolve mission debrief halo tv plus plus Book Club, Builds with Blocks, Halo Headlines, and Halo Gear Guide. Make sure to check out all the wonderful shows and people over at Podcast Evolved. That's all I got. Spectral Gaming, thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciated. Welcome to the live show. Will, ask me the question. Which one? The, at the bottom of the show notes. Oh, what's on the next episode? It's supposed to be our Optic Invitational Preview, but who the fuck knows what's happening with that event? Either way, like I said, expect a Josh rant next week. It's happening. All right, let's get to the random ass questions. Uh, for those wondering, yes, this is like the, the show is technically over, but we'll take this opportunity to chat about dumbass fucking questions that were posed. So um, all I'm going to ask is that please repost the questions that were asked. Please repost the questions that we're supposed to answer. Oh, small daddy, come on. 
Actually, you didn't ask a dumbass one last week, and I apologize. I'm glad you're here because uh, really quickly, you asked us last week, who do we have in the World Cup? And I forgot to answer it. And But then at the same time, I don't necessarily feel bad because we're not well-versed in uh, football. We're not well-versed in the World Cup. So um, England or Portugal or those? Oh, God. Does Portugal have, um, oh God, why am I forgetting his name? Shit. Shit. Why am I forgetting his name? Yeah, Cristiano Ronaldo. Thank you. That's it. Jesus Christ. That's Portugal, right? And then who's Messi on? See, this shows how much I know about uh, football. I'm trying not to say the S word. I'm trying. Okay. For the sake of a previous conversation, I'm trying not to say the S word. Okay. Yes. Uh, Messi is Argentina. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say England. I'm going to literally say those three teams, England, Portugal, or Argentina. That's it. I don't think the USA does anything. I don't think we do anything. We tied against England, right? Yeah. Yeah. Tied 0-0. So maybe we make it to the... um, Maybe we make it to the next stage. Because we, we have to we win, have to our win final. against Iran, right? Yeah. Yeah, we have to win against Iran to make it. So, okay, sure. I think we, fuck it. I think we beat Iran and we make it to the next stage and then we lose. That's what I'll say. That's what I'll say. That's the uh, top 16, right? If we make it to the next stage, it's top 16. Yep. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. Let's say we lose that. I don't think we make it to top eight. It'd be cool though. I think, I think I'm rooting for England. I don't know why. Yeah, I think the, I'm, I'm going to put England in there. The reason, like the reason why I say Portugal, um, Argentina or England is because Argentina and Portugal have two of the greatest players of all time. And like all of those regions are heavily versed in football. You know, it's a world cup. So obviously yeah. a lot of regions are, but like those, you know, you know what I mean? I want to, yeah. So does this count as our predictions are always wrong? Yeah. Oh yeah. And if I get this right, I'd be fucking hilarious. Something we don't really know much about and just taking a shot in the dark. Seriously. Um, okay, here we go. So Swole Daddy says, question for this week. Would you rather be forced to listen to the same five songs on repeat for the rest of your life or be forced to watch the same five movies on repeat for the rest of your life? Both are your least favorite songs in movies. Uh, movies. Do I have the option if I pick movies, like it's only when I watch movies or is it like those movies are always on? You know what I mean? That's a good question too. Because like I could do without. Oh, like every time you pass a TV, it's your least favorite movie. So I can't watch TV shows anymore. When can I watch TV shows? He's like, I, if this is an instance where, if this is an instance where, oh, I'm going to go see a movie. Oh, I'm going to go watch a movie. 
it's always one of my least favorite movies. One of my, one of my five least favorite movies. But if I want to watch a TV show, then I can watch whatever TV show I want. But anytime I want to see a movie, even if I go to a theater, like it's one of my least, it's one of my five least favorite movies is showing anytime. That's what I'm wondering. Because if that's the case, I'm still saying movies. I love music way too much. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I love music way too much. But then you just avoid the theater, I guess it's... No, 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 no. Like, I'm just saying in general, like, if I'm ever going to watch a film, if I'm ever going to watch a movie, it doesn't matter where it is, at a friend's house, in a theater, at my house, driving past something, it's always one of my least favorite movies, I'm still saying movies. Because, like, music is... And movies are special too, but there's something just about music. Oh man, they songs hit different, man. Music hits way different than film does. I yeah. You can feel music. Like songs elicit emotions. So many more emotions than a movie does. Like what? The fucking the the end of Avengers Endgame where Captain America goes, Avengers assemble and the whole theater explodes. You know, it's like one of the biggest things yeah. you see online, right? That's one part of one movie, but you could have, you could have one of your favorite artists and have half the songs in that album elicit different emotions from you, you know, like, oh man, no Fox. I'm not even going to cheat. Like I would literally, it'd be movies. Like if I had to pick, it'd be movies easily. Um, what was the question? What was the Seth Rogen one? Yeah. The fucking Megan Fox and Seth Rogen leave a room at the same time. Do you sniff the chair? Yes. That was the question. Oh, I was going to say, are you, <laughs> that is not my answer. My answer is no. Um, my answer is no, because I don't care. It's from American dad. Either way. My answer is no, because I don't care. I just don't care. Besides, let's be real here. Even if you went to go try to sniff the chair, it smelled like weed anyway as soon as you enter the room. You know? Oh, yeah. You wouldn't Seth be able Rogan. to smell the chair anyway. It would literally just smell like weed everywhere you fucking stiffed your nostrils. You know? That's a good point. So, there's that. Oh, Beth, you're just not a fan of Christmas music. I think we've established this before, but just looping back on that. Um, yo, what's up, pancakes? Good to see you, man. Yeah, you did enter at the best time. Well, I mean, we just answered the question. So Ron says, let's not pretend that Megan Fox doesn't pass gas as we all do. Everybody. Hey, you know what? Th those books exist for a reason, right? Uh, everybody poops. Everybody poops. Everybody toots. You know, it's a thing. With this said, what's your least favorite song and movie? Oh, that's hard. Least favorite? Oh, that's so hard. Give me KDWB. Give me, give, okay, your relative pops, uh, pop radio station. Give me the top 40 of that pop station. I'll pick my least favorite song. That'll be that answer. Or actually, 
there's so many bad fucking songs. Can, like I could pick a little peep song. I could pick. It was like you know Takashi Six Nine. Any one of his songs. There's some really bad like death metal out there that I'm sure would just annoy the shit out of me. Oh yeah. You know. Oh yeah. Like fucking um post some post hardcore super screamo shit that I'm not interested in. Yeah. I just don't I I can't pick. I listen to the music I like. I don't listen to the stuff I don't exactly. like. So I don't know what that is. Exactly. Exactly. That's so hard. Least favorite is really, really hard. Because uh, there's a lot of bad songs out there. Baby Shark playing in your mind everywhere you go. I mean, I would not like that, but I've listened to it on repeat so many times. I mean, Crazy Frog could be looped in there too. Yeah. That song's awful. I mean, I'm at a point where I'm close to putting Let It Go in there. I just think that song's not very good. But that's besides what. Do you have a least favorite movie though? I feel like that'd be a little easier to figure out. Hmm. Oh, least favorite movie. I'm going to throw, go ahead. No, no, I, I just, nothing's coming to mind. I'm going to throw out a couple that stick out in my mind just because I think they're incredibly overrated. And I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but I couldn't give two shits. It's my opinion. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite. I don't like that movie at all. Like I, the first time I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. But then I've watched it a second time and it, that well, movie's awful. And then, um, the one that's really going to get on people's nerves. Okay. The one that's really going to get on people's nerves. Step Brothers. I don't like that movie at all. Vulgar gnome. That sounds like my kind of shit uh, right there. Thank you for the follow. Welcome to the live show. There was a movie. It was like a, it was a movie with all of the, you know, the stoner group, Seth Rogen. Oh, oh. And it was like horror. It was like the end of the world. The apocalypse. end of the world. Yeah. Was it called the end of the world? So it was, no, it was, uh, it was like that though. But no, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. That movie was not good either. I thought that was, that's probably one of the worst. This is the end. That's this it. is the end. Yeah. yeah. That movie's not good either. Get that out of here. You know what I will say though? I, hmm. I need to go back and watch this. I need to go back and watch this movie because when I saw it in theaters, I saw this in theaters. I thought it was one of the funniest fucking things in the world. Spoiler alert. I'm not a huge Seth Rogen. I mean, not Seth Rogen. I'm not a huge um, Will Ferrell fan. I've never, I've never enjoyed basically any film that he's been a part of. I, I, I respect him as an actor and a comedian. I do. I respect him. I just don't enjoy him in roles that he's a part of. Like I thought Talladega Nights is fucking stupid. I've uh, granted, I've never seen Anchorman and I've heard that movie's amazing. It's all the, it's like meme culture though, right? Like, sure. But the reason why I say this is because, again, I should go back and watch it now because I watched it in theaters just a long time ago, but I actually, at the time, liked Blades of Glory. Oh, yeah. I saw that in theaters, too. You did? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. Will Ferrell and the guy from Napoleon Dynamite. Two things. Why would you see that in theaters with your likes? No idea. Yeah. I, it was with uh, it was with uh, a couple friends and, and their dad at the time, if oh. I'm not mistaken. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I just uh, Blades of Glory. I thought was fucking 
hilarious at the time. I was prepared to agree with you, Josh, because I'm like the queen of movie hot takes, but then you really said Napoleon Dynamite. How, how is that movie good though? Like, it's not even funny. Uncle Dude, Rico. Dinner. Uncle Eat. Rico though. Oh, who fucking fuck? cares? God, the movie's it's great. Awful. It's hilarious. The movie's awful. Oh man. Uh, oh, Beth says mine's probably Rocky horror picture show, but here comes the hot take. Jurassic park is a close second for me. Oh, <gasps> Da, na, 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 na. One of the greatest theme songs of all time is Jurassic Park. Legit. Uh, Swole Daddy says, least favorite movie for me is Suicide Squad. Okay, so we're talking recent then? Is that semi-recent? Yeah, Ron... Like I, I understand your your name is literally a pun off of it, but like I I've never seen, um, I've never seen Anchorman before, so it's on the list of movies that I need to watch. Also, here's a hot take for you. I don't think I even said this on the show because I watched it recently. Here's a hot take for you. Top Gun, not a very good movie. Not the new one. He's talking nope, about the old. I'm one. talking about the original. Top Gun, in my opinion, does not hold up. Top Gun does not hold up. I th- there's the one that caused there's there's yep. the one that got people upset. There it yeah, is. Yeah, I had the same like Top Gun. What? It doesn't hold up. Go watch it now. No, I I mean, I enjoyed it. Go watch it right now and tell me that that movie still holds up. I think the flight scenes. I think the flight scenes are awesome, but all the all the fucking extraneous bullshit that happens between the flight scenes. Oh man. Also Maverick and ice absolutely are fucking like 1000% are fucking. There's no doubt in my goddamn mind from the moment that that Maverick just poked his head around when he was sitting at the chair and he's like, ice man, not knowing who he was. When he was scoping out the competition, he's like, I'm fucking that man. And Ice looked back at him and he's like, I'm fucking that man. And they're 1000% fucking. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I knew the memes. Like, I knew all the memes going into watching it. And let's, I'm going to keep this, keep this into consideration, everybody. I did not watch that movie for the first time until last week. I watched the original Top Gun for the first time last week. So all this is fresh. All of it's fresh. Ron says, have you ever seen Quentin Tarantino's clip explaining how Top Gun is a homoerotic sex story? It's so full of facts and support from a director's POV. That's the thing that I saw that kept my mind like engaged throughout the movie because it totally makes sense. It 1000% makes sense. Like the thing that irritates me about top gun now like and, and i even told i even told my former boss this is that i'm genuinely actually excited to watch maverick i'm genuinely excited to watch maverick because it's made in today's day but yeah it's the fucking when he when maverick tries hitting on the on the girl at the bar near the very beginning of the movie and I'm like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? It falls her into the bathroom. Like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? And then, oh, 
Oh my God, she works for the government. <gasps> How's this love interest going to pan out? I bet they still get together, but it's going to be difficult because she can't let it interfere with her work life. And then they have a falling out and then they're back together again. I will say it was sad when, um, of course I'm forgetting his name. Goose. Goose. It, it is sad when Goose passed away. Like that, that was sad. That was very sad. But, uh, all the times, all the times they fucking play danger zone. All the times they play take my breath away. Like, did you guys have the budget for three fucking songs in this film? Different times, man. I mean, they spent all the money on like the airbase and whatnot. So I understand. But like the fact that they basically had three songs playing the entire movie is insane to me. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, legend. That's the plan. That is the plan as of right now. Yep. Beth says, I will die on the hill. The Top Gun is one of the best movie soundtracks as a whole to ever exist. Yes. The three songs that exist on that soundtrack. Okay. So now it's clear you were very jealous. You weren't playing in their volleyball game. I mean, goose was fucking mad that Maverick had to leave. Little did he know that Maverick was trying to go on a date, which he was late for. He was late for an, a very important date. Do you have a movie hot take, Will? No, I don't. No, really? You don't have one? I thought I just laid it all out there. He can't you give me one. You're fucking Top Gun is a bad movie. I, Someone uh, said they didn't like Inception, which I can understand. But and, and I will say that Inception is one of my favorite movies of all time. I don't know if it's a hot take, but I didn't really like Avatar. Oh, the Blue People movie? Yeah. Zeh. Very meh. Oh, no. From a visual standpoint, that movie is phenomenal. From a story standpoint, no. Yeah, that's like everyone, it got, you know, broke records and all that. I get it. Like, visual was cool. But if you don't have a story to back it up, what's the point of the movie? Swole Daddy says, Will is like, I actually think The Dark Knight is a bad movie. Heath Ledger's a mid-actor. Jesus fucking Christ. No, that, that uh, Dark Knight made one. We, we did like a top movie list in Discord once. We did. That that's on my one of my top movies of all time. Yes, yep. Dark Knight is phenomenal. HS Pro Tucker bad movie takes. Why, why not both? The fucking the meme of the the taco shells, and the little girl. Why not both? Because why not? Love you too, Swole Daddy. All right. Ron says Mystic River is my opinion for the best movie of all time. And nobody has agreed with me yet. I don't know what Mystic River is. That is a yes. Uh, I remember my mom watching that movie over and over again when I was younger and I've caught it a few times. It is a very good movie. Okay. What's a plays in dirt. Is the dirt fun to plan? That's what I want to know. Oh, the shape of water. Worst movie ever. Is that the one? I, I, That's the Guillermo del Toro movie, isn't it? That one, like a uh, Oscar or something. Sounds familiar. The Shape of Water. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah. 
All right. Wait, it won Best Picture? No, it did. No, it didn't. Did it? No. I don't think it did. Sorry, I'm taking up a lot of time right now. I apologize. Yeah, we probably should have uh, done an after show with this. Ah, fuck it. Who gives a shit? All right. Um. <laughs> okay, I'm not even going to comment on that, Blazing Dirt. So, moving on. Ladies and gentlemen, I think that's going to actually do it for episode 263, including this little post-show thingamajiggy that we did with some weird-ass questions. It's really hard to think of like worse movies and worse songs. Yeah. Yeah. Best ones. Another topic for another show. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for episode 263 of HTS Pro Talk. If you're watching live, thank you very much for hanging out with us, especially during this weird after show thingy-majiggy. If you're checking out the VOD or listening to the audio version of the show, uh, you are mad for staying this long. <laughs> uh, but I hope you enjoyed the conversations and, um, if you also want to join in the conversations that we had for the topics or whatever you want to talk about with the show, do so in the YouTube comments. If you want to leave a comment, we read them. Um, join the Discord. You can keep the conversation going there as well. You can reach us on Twitter, like Will mentioned earlier within the plugs. Guys, we'll be back next week to talk about maybe the Optic Invitational, if this fucking thing's even going to happen. Who the hell knows at this point? Um, but hey, if anything, Lucid's dad's going to be there. So there's that. Guys, we'll be back next week to talk about more shit. But until then, have a great night. Bye-bye!